Um, so drama right now, and no, in just whatever order we put them out, we have Alter Carbon, The Walking Dead season eight B. Oh, oh, the terror! God, the terror! Uh, Star Trek Disco, The Expanse, Westworld, Lost in Space, Succession, Sharp Objects, Handmaid's Tale, Castle Rock, Better Call Saul, Legion, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Ozark, Deduce, Maniac, Jack Ryan, Romanoffs, Haunting of House Hill, American Horror Story, Apocalypse, Homecoming, Daredevil, Black Mirror, Bandersnatch. I've got two suggested changes right now. Uh, Alter Carbon, Walking Dead, get the fuck out of there. Walking Dead to number 24, Sabrina to number 23. Okay. Sabrina, I, I th- went ahead and threw uh, Alter Carbon down there too, although that's probably too far. Oh yeah, I mean, shit, I liked Arthur Car- Arthur Carbon more than like Jack Ryan, uh, hell of a lot more than the Romanoffs. Uh, do we have Romanoffs? Okay. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, Romanoffs twenty. Uh, yeah, it's worse than Walking Dead this year. Sure, <laughs> it's more disappointing. I feel like it got its due there. Yeah, I don't think it's a worse show than The Walking Dead. Uh, you say Jack Ryan needs to go down here. Yeah, it'll go below somewhere. Sabrina. Above, Sabrina. I just throw it all down. Who cares? Uh, yeah, who cares? <laughs> who cares? I mean, this is cares, this it's out of, of the top ten. It's out of the top twenty. Uh, how about, okay, Lost in Space, what the fuck are we even doing with this on here? <laughs> it's literally everything we watched last year, so. Um. Yeah, just anywhere. Alright, the, okay, we're, that's, okay, Succession maybe has a Hands Tale, uh, Carter, yeah, Castle Rock, Better Call Saul, Legion. Okay, alright, I think we're getting there. Alright, so, <laughs> the Deuce Star Trek 11, Disco can go down, too. It's, Star Trek Disco? It's not gonna hit the top ten, I can tell you that. Alright, so I'm gonna put it below Daredevil. Okay. Just for starters. Um, okay. Terror's pretty good. The Expanse pretty good. Westworld? Not good. Okay. What about a succession? Succession? Be- eh. Better than Westworld? It, it, man. I'm, like, I'm, I'm so naturally biased against succession. I, yeah, I'm so, I didn't even watch it, so. I watched the whole was first Was it better season. than Westworld? Yeah. Oh? Yeah. It was more entertaining than Westworld, 100%, Shit. but then, like, I didn't like Westworld. <laughs> Okay, let's see how... Okay, I'm going to take Succession of Westworld as a unit just for shits. Okay, keep uh, them going down. Okay, down worse list. than Sharp Objects, worse than Handmaid's Tale, I'm going to assume. Worse than Castle Rock? That's... We might have to include that in the block that's moving down. Okay. Because... Yeah, yeah, I thought Castle Rock was one that could have been awesome rolling into the last two episodes and ended up shit in the bed. But all right, better and better call Saul. No Legion. No, no. Ozark. No. no the Deuce. No. no Maniac. No. No Haunting. No American Horror. Okay, <laughs> this is all you man. I mean, American Horror is a really good, a really good fun, really good fun season. Okay, um, not better than Homecoming. Not no, Daredevil. Not no. Black Mirror. Uh, okay, but wait a second. Uh, I'm gonna throw these Not guys. Altered Carbon, frankly. I enjoyed Altered Carbon more than any of those shows this year. Okay. Oh, you're, 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 okay. Yeah, keep them going down. Let's just... Oh, shit. What? Okay. All right. So we got so we got this block, Succession, Westworld, and Castle Rock. American Horror is tough. I'm going to leave. I think we're... Okay. Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, higher? I could see that going higher. I'm gonna it was an it, interesting I'm gonna put thing. it up in the top. T- it's not going to stay. Let me ask you this. Is yeah. it television? It's something. We, we discussed this right before the the video started, but is that TV or is that a movie? Or is it something entirely different that doesn't belong on any list? Other than maybe most surprising. Is it Choose Your Own Adventure book a book? Yes. Is it a novel? 
you'd have to have a pretty damn big choose your own adventure book to be a novel, maybe a novella. Okay. So I think there's your answer. Like it's a TV show, but is it, is it a, is it, is it a narrative drama? Or is it a thought experiment? Or is it a statement about our passive viewing and being wrapped up in the lives of fiction? I mean, or is it all of those things? Yeah, it's a fucking Black Mirror episode. Uh-huh. Like, is Black Mirror television? Shit. You can't, but, um, but will the Breaking Bad movie, for instance, when that comes out, be eligible under no, it's television drama? So I feel no, like Black Mirror is roughly the same. Like, it its roots are a television show, but that is most certainly not an episode of television. The thing is, it's not. Here's movie. the problem: it's not a. The problem with Banner Snatch is it's not a season of television. If right. this came out with four other episodes of Black yeah. Mirror, then you could judge it with Black Mirror. So I almost feel like this needs to go at the bottom of the list, just because not because it's bad, just because right. It is. It's like 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 a, a miniseries got accidentally slotted into a regular series, and mm-hmm. like, oh fuck, what do you do? Well, it can't win its category and. Honestly, like it would not do well in the movie category. It's not going to snap sniff the top ten in movies. I don't think so. Like fuck it, but yeah, I, I don't think it did. This is what you get for doing something inventive <laughs> and new. You get a lot of. We buzz. don't know what to do about. You're even worse okay. than the Romanoffs. We're off the screen. We gotta we gotta fix that. Yeah. Okay. There back on the screen. I feel like no, we didn't add any. All right. So shit. What are we doing? Uh. I feel like we got our... I mean, we're kind of just talking about the exceptions. Yeah, let's see. Let's so go far. from the bottom now. So we got Black Mirror to bottom, Romanoffs, Walking Dead, Lost in Space, Chilling Adventures, Jack Ryan's... Do you, Let do me you know... legitimately think that the Romanoffs is worse than the Walking Dead's final half yes. of season eight? Yes. The, four, the huh. four episodes of Walking Dead that I missed did not waste my time. They were entertaining. No, they... no, no, no. Not 9A. 8B. Oh. The last half of the last season we covered... Oh God no! Oh God no! Okay, okay, okay. I mean, it's 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 an, it's an argument though. There was no joy, mirth, or anything, and it, like I I laughed bitter, you know, in bitter bitter yeah. mocking humor at The Walking Dead a few times. But I guess it's not as good looking. It's you know, whatever. Like yeah, but nine A, which I did see last year, absolutely, absolutely okay. better than Romanoffs. Uh, Lost in Space. This thing looks like garbage. I mean, it's not. It's a fam- It's a fun family like I adventure said. series. Like you don't like those, but I don't think it was a poorly made one of those. I think it was actually pretty good for what it is. Okay. Uh, it's not going to even sniff the top ten here, but um, I mean, I- I'm it- fine with where it is at the moment. Okay. Although uh, I think Chilling Adventures of Sabrina was worse. Can you tell me whether Jack Ryan is better than Star Trek? Um, Did you watch all of Jack Ryan? Mm-hmm. It. I'm okay with where those are. Okay. I but I might think, be Star Trek biased. Uh, I, like I said, American Horror Story had a historically great season that kind of fell apart in the last episode or two. Um, to the ex- Wow. Yeah. Um, did you see all of season one of Star Trek, or did you no. skip to season two? Okay. Yeah, I skipped to season two. Because I can make a case for Star Trek being better than Castle Rock. Okay, I would listen to that case. But I think that's as high as it could possibly get. I actually liked American Horror better than Castle Rock. Okay. Um, but yeah, then you're right. Yeah, then you're starting to get into the genuinely good stuff. Right. I thought Castle Rock was could have been in that genuinely good stack, but the last two episodes mm-hmm. didn't do it for me. Um, okay, so now we've got a top 15 that I feel good about. 
Do I? There might be some crazy shit. It's like Handmaids there. can't get that high just simply because nah. we didn't watch it. All right. So is Homecoming better than Terror? Let's let's start at the top now. Is Homecoming better than Terror? That Terror. <laughs> oh, those are so radically different shows. Um, I got kind of recused myself. I say no, but I've only seen three episodes of Homeland. Dude, they Homecoming. I, I, uh, they, homecoming. They do. Yes. I know that's such a generic <laughs> fucking name, right? Which is. Like nine tenths of the reason I didn't watch it earlier. I know. The other nine tenths uh, was <laughs> it was on Amazon. Yeah, fair. Uh, Sam Esmail was the one tenth that made me want to watch it, and then it was great. And I feel like that show gets better as it goes. And some of the techniques that Sam Esmail is pioneering here are, in my mind, revolutionary. I think so. Too. And I, I say the same thing about Noah Hawley, and I feel like there's a little bit of cross pollination because this looks a lot like late Fargo and late Legion as well. Like it's definitely mm. the S male kind of squared off aesthetic, and it's not yeah. quite as uh, Wes Anderson as Hawley. But I do feel like these guys are kind it's of more like te- techno. These these guys are changing what vibe. television is going to look like. Yeah. Uh, uh, as much dude, as anybody. The shit that Sam Esmail is doing simply with aspect ratio is mm-hmm. incredible in that mm-hmm. show. And you won't know it until you get into later episodes. I'm saying like uh, just that uh, even maybe more fantastical and colorful over on the what what Holly's doing a Legion. Right. Yeah. It's it's like Sam Esmail dressed in spandex. Yeah. It's very <laughs> cool. It's like a it's like Kubrick Kubrickian uh-huh. uh, Anderson like like uh-huh. and, and maybe Esmail's more Kubrick. And uh, Holly's more Wes Anderson, but that's who they that that those styles that they they, they feel very blend, blended in there. Hmm. Uh, so let's can we can we not have the battle over number one right now? That's fine. Can we kind of go a little further down this list and sort things because the Expanse is better than Daredevil. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> I was hoping you weren't going to fight me on that because we. No, I actually, I actually say the expanse is better at homecoming, but then. Yeah, I... so I, I don't want to have this top top one number one battle yet. Okay, well, let's so do let's that, just then. throw it up there. Sure, I'm <laughs> for now. That's where it will go. Uh, sharp objects better than Daredevil easily. Uh, hold on a second. I'm checking something else. His email. No, nope. checking his email. <laughs> How did? Okay. What the fuck happened? Are you checking previous categories? Oh, yeah. No, okay. I'm just thinking, like, biggest... Because uh, Battle of Buster Struggs hmm. um, didn't make anything miss. except for Biggest Miss. And I just want to make sure we... Because, like, Jesus Christ, that has to go somewhere. Yeah. All right. What are we doing? Uh, you uh, say what? Sharp Objects up. Sharp Objects? Throw it to the top for now. To the top? Yeah. Oof, it's okay. just easy. All right. Uh be- you dare- okay. Handmaid's Tale. Be- I, mean, I don't think can... it's better than Daredevil. For me, it goes to the bottom i haven't seen it i'd yeah okay um better calls i didn't like better call Saul much this year i thought it was a it's it's above average television but that's barely cracking top 10 for me dog um i think legion is better than ozark better than daredevil but not expanse Hmm. okay i'm just gonna do that but right. we've got like the dueling who the fuck knows off between Homecoming and Legion. No, this is the fucking rough sort. Uh, um, I, I kind of want to keep Better Call Saul and Ozark paired because I feel like my my battle is going to be over which, that. My which, personal battle. Yeah, which ones are you? Is that what you're saying? You don't know which one's Let, better? Right. Let's, leave right, it, let's say leave the it for deuce. now. The deuce to the top. To the top. Yeah. With the deuce. How about Maniac? Maniac. Maniac man. might get in the top 10 here. 
Maybe. That's better than Ozark. If it's not, it's going to have a rough time. I think it's better than Better Call Saul. I think it's better than Daredevil. And that's where it starts getting tough for me. Yeah, it's rough. I mean... I mean, the Daredevil's the best Marvel Cinematic Universe thing on Netflix, but that's not saying a lot. Right. There has been a handful of really good seasons. I don't think any of them have been flawless. And this is... Okay, let me ask you this. You've seen all Daredevil now? Mm Mm-hmm. Is there a wasted ep? Like, is this the first episode that where all the episodes were were kind of impactful? Like, they it didn't feel it felt like they had yeah. enough villains, enough twists, enough, enough plot. I mean, and also Foggy yeah. and Karen were enough characters that they could they could run a couple episodes without you know Daredevil being the main guy. I think that they find at the end of the run of the Marvel universe, they figured <laughs> it out. They figured yeah. out a thirteen episode season that was that was successful and never felt like it dragged. I agree. Um, but again, it's, it's I, I, better than season one of daredevil. Even I think maybe I think it's a little less impactful on me simply because it's season three of a show. Yeah. Um, as opposed to this brand new, right. We really didn't know cool. what the ceiling for daredevil was. Right. I think it's a little bit better, but it's probably academic. Yeah, um, you're probably right about that. Okay. So, is it? I don't think Better Call Saul's better than Daredevil. Is Maniac better than Daredevil? I think it is. Really? I just, I mean, yeah. Like, I've not seen anything like Maniac before, and it's pretty. Yeah, it felt risky. It felt. And I think that's the argument I'm gonna probably make for Homecoming. Okay. So I'm okay going with that argument. So Maniac above Daredevil. Uh, we both seen yeah. them both. So. But I think that's where it stops. Cause yeah, yeah, it can't. Legion does a lot of what it's doing better, and and the top five is a murderer's row, in my opinion. Right, just like, come on, uh, Hill House. Hill House has is better than it has any right to be for a horror series. I think it's better than Better Call Saul. I think yeah. it's better than Handmaid's Tale. I think it's better than Daredevil. I think it's better okay. than Maniac. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Let's move it up to at least six. It's so hard to do long form horror. Mm-hmm. They tried it with that river years ago, which I being, loved. But yeah, I heard a lot of good things about that. They canceled it's, it after one season. Yeah, was it a cliffhanger too? Yeah, I mean, it didn't conclude the story. That's for sure. The worst. Yeah. All right. So Alter Carbon. I look. I have a sci-fi bias. I like Alter Carbon. I think Alter Carbon's world building alone puts it above like Better Call Saul. Yep. There, it's I, hard getting over Daredevil though because it has some cheesy shit. It's some cheesy shit. Big ideas. Some of them yeah. are half baked. I have a hard time putting over handmaids, even because it's just a, it's just a, a, oh, it's a, it's a, it's punching above its weight for a genre show. Mm-hmm. But like the expanse, I think transcends the genre. It's I think the expanse, oh, the could expanse be, is Game of Thrones. With proper marketing, could be Game of Thrones. It could yeah. be this breakout hit. I. I just don't know if it's ever going to get there on Amazon, but uh, okay. So what's your suggestion? Eleven? Yeah, that's you're suggesting I could go because, like, again, that's more of a statement for Better Call Saul having an off year than Alter Carbon. Be- I I don't even I, know. I can no, defend that. I, I don't this feel is, like Alter Carbon is better than Better Call Saul this year. But, I liked it more though. Okay, I I don't think I did. Okay, but I'm not like super passionate about this it doesn't and I seem think, like we're arguing the top 10 so like, no i think the top 10 is well aside from start... handmaid's tale that's a weird one i don't feel like that belongs there simply because neither one of us saw it we haven't watched all of it i haven't watched any of it 
I mean, it's making a lot of people's top ten, though. I mean, that's one. I mean, that's yeah, a but kind I think of it would artificially argument, end up in our top ten. I'm not cool putting something in the top ten that we haven't both seen, and that right. neither of us has seen all. So, okay, mm. what 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 jumps over it? Mm, I'd take everything from Ozark up. I kind of want to sweat the drama category because I think it's the most important one, the one that people yeah. have. So, like, I'm I kind of want to sort this out to the top twenty, even. I mean. Oh, well, if you want to do that, then I don't know where to put Handmaid's Tale, but I I, I don't think Handmaid's Tale can rise any higher than Succession. Okay. Man, I just have a hard time putting Altered Carbon above it, even though I haven't, because like, I've seen all of Altered Carbon, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, uh, and I think its ceiling is just lower than Handmaid's Tale from judging what I've seen of season one and season two, but... And I didn't never I didn't hear that anyone said this the handmaid's tale really fell off a fucking cliff. Mm-hmm. Um how about this? Mm-hmm. But I mean, do you want I, I think Ozark could go higher. Okay. Is Ozark better than Altered Carbon, you're saying? How about succession? Yeah, Ozark did away with a lot of the problems it had in season one. What about Westworld? Is Westworld better than Altered Carbon? Uh is Westworld better than Altered Carbon? Fuck me. There's, it's a better a show good that I comparison. didn't think I enjoyed as much, but yeah. here's the thing. We didn't really cover Altered Carbon. If I covered Westworld the way I covered Altered Carbon, I might like it better. Just binging it. And Just having to overanalyze an that show and watch it mm-hmm. three times and do I'll look at everybody's crazy theories and try to manage the timeline. That was a lot. Like That was work I wouldn't do if I was a fan. I'd be like, okay, this is engaging me, and I'm going to keep watching, but I'm not going to obsess over it on Reddit because I did that. I, right. You know what I mean? And I, I, Whereas Altered Carbon, I just watched it, and uh-huh. you know, I binged it and had a good time doing it. Uh, and I talked about it over two podcasts. Yeah. Um, we just, I mean, Westworld, because it's such a big show, got probably more coverage than it deserved this year. But, um, what are you going to do? So, is that our, an argument for keeping the order of Altered Carbon and Westworld? No, I think Westworld should go over Altered Carbon, because I think it's a better show. It's just, hmm. we didn't enjoy it as much. I mean, yeah, there's yeah, this, like, I, the, the lead, I, the lead of Altered Carbon's got, is cover your eyes bad, I think. Oh, I think both of the not leads. that bad. The, the... The lady lead. I could name I think ten. Worse I could the, name. I could name probably five guys of his stature that would be better. Bah. Yeah, I, I think we disagree on that. But I could probably agree that Westworld is a better made OG show. OG Ka- uh, Kashi or what his name is better than the Takeshi, yeah. T- yeah. So I mean, I don't know. That's really rough. Be like if Jon Snow had inhabited a second body and was better than Kit Harrington. <laughs> You know, if he came back as yeah, uh, as a little Asian man, yeah, as a ripped, ripped and shredded Asian man, uh, and he's better than Jon Snow. He's, he's Who could actually John, emote. Yeah, he's yeah. a better Jon Snow than Jon Snow. He's got right. an intensity, like you know, not a sleepiness to him. Uh, I what if Jon Snow came back as Stephen Strait? They just that would be fucking hilarious. Maybe they could swap roles on the show somehow. It would be hilarious to do a, a parody of the Expanse with the Game of Thrones crew and yeah. do a parody of Game of Thrones with the Expanse crew. Because you could, there's a lot of lineup there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, you'd run out of kids real quick. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I mean, I think I'm with you on Altered Carbon not being as good of a show, but. 
honestly, Westworld might be riding high on a little of its season one success. Because, boy, there were times when I didn't like Westworld. Oh, yeah, And some of it was definitely, like, how we covered it. There's a couple times I didn't like All of Carbon, too, but I just went to the next episode. (laughs) Right, right. Um, Okay, so... And that's the other thing. Like, also, I hate having to take strong emotional stands on episode by episode because, like, you know, well, let's Westworld... Like, I could just let it it alter Carbon play. Like, Mm -hmm. the worst episode of Alter Carbon, I wasn't forced to stop and be like... This is such a shitty episode, and, and like you know, it's like it's it's weird. It's weird covering this stuff. Yeah, I mean, the binge model is is tough on mm-hmm. our our business model, mm-hmm. but it's a hell of a lot easier as a reviewer. Yeah, and it's a like, lot easier to to like put kind of coke bottles or beer beer goggles on and be like, yeah. I yeah. mean, just get a holistic feel well, of I, the because I think of just I think of the look and feel, which is amazing. How slick and yeah. big budget it looked. I think about the big ideas about post humanism, and I don't think about how shitty Kovax was and the female cop and mm, yeah. how Hack needs some of the like, especially once you got out of the main cast. Woo boy, some of those Methuselah people were shitty. <laughs> uh, the support, like the like some of the supporting cast around the female cop, like. Not great. I mean, um, I could say almost all of those whereas, same things about Westworld. Yeah, you, like, you get out of the main... Yeah, the main cast God is bigger. I'll, I'll say the main it's cast a, is bigger and probably better overall, but, yeah. like, you get out of that and you get into well, some of the goons. All, and, the, all the Delos and goons, but I think they're intentionally bad. You're supposed to be like, all oh, these fucking humans, and that's unfortunate. But they're unbelievably bad. Yeah, no, the yeah, they're terrible. They go so far in that direction that I just don't buy into the world they're creating. I don't think they're smart people. Yeah. And they're supposed to be so okay, um, but I still think Altered Carbon's just across the board worse. Like it's it's not as good looking, it's not as well acted, it's not as well conceived, it's not as well built. It's mm-hmm. just so all right. Then uh, no, now we got a problem because I think you like Ozark better than Westworld and Altered Carbon, mm-hmm. and maybe even above Handmaid's Tale. But is it going to is it does it crack the top ten? Uh, with Better Call Saul as the ceiling. Man. I'm I'm not as down on Better Call Saul this year as you were, I think. Um, That's probably true. But overall, I'm actually up on Ozark this season. I think Ozark improved on a lot of the bullshit that it, it got away with in season one mm-hmm. simply because of performances and... You know, the the setting was interesting and plot, but man, there was some contrived shit in there in season one, which they didn't do in season two. So what are you Making saying? it overall a better season. Um, I want to say, yeah, I would put that at 10. Better than Better Call Saul. Holy shit. Okay. I think so. I mean, I, I saw so. Crack the Top 10 on some people's list when I was going through the different ones. I mean, it's just a tighter, better version of season one. And you like season one a lot. And I, I did like season one, yeah. Okie doke. With, well, with minor exceptions. Uh, do we need to make any changes now? To the top ten? Yeah, it's definitely due to top. Well, let's. Uh, does anything in... Let's let's go... Hmm. Like, you know, Better Call Saul, you already decided... Not, is Handmaid's Tale, I don't think we can say, is better than Ozark. Westworld, better than Ozark? No. No. Alter Carbon? Uh no. Succession better than Ozark? Nope. Does Succession wanna does it need it didn't need to move up? Uh I don't think so. I mean I didn't enjoy Succession as much. And I think as we're I did fine with carbon. sixteen on down, so Yeah. Okay. 
the ones that don't matter. Uh, yeah, sure. Black Mirror Bandersnatch. I'm just gonna. Can I just remove it? Yeah, take it off. Like, I feel like that's shitting on it. Unfairly. No, we wanted to talk about it, but yeah, we'll talk about it. In don't the, put the it biggest miss. All right, so now we have to go and actually sort the top ten. Uh, is Sharp Objects better than Deuce? I say yes. I mean, it's it's a tough one because like better, like yeah, the Deuce. It's like the Deuce is really good. It's really good. But I've never <laughs> seen anything like Sharp Objects before. Sharp Objects is a harrowing experience to watch that. The Deuce is, in my opinion, effortless to watch. Yes. Like, I sat down every week happy to be watching The Deuce. Yeah. And I was happy to watch things. Sharp Objects because I knew it was a great show. Yeah. And I knew it would take me on a fucking emotional journey. But uh-huh. I, I, ha- I have to weigh, like, how how much did I enjoy the experience of watching it versus how good is it? Right, because uh, I know Expanse is going to make marks in in mm-hmm. those categories, but ah, uh, damn, Man, I like damn. both of those a lot. Okay, let me let's let's broaden out. Is the terror better okay. than sharp objects? Is I it... don't know how I could put the terror above sharp objects. Okay, is the Expanse better than the terror? I say yes. Mm-hmm. But I, man... I mean the Expanse. Has gotten consistently better. It, I mean, it was great in season two. Yeah, I thought it was good in and season then one. It just, it went above and beyond. It in took season a, three. it took a leap. It took a big leap. I think. Yeah, another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after after I've read the novels that the three seasons are based on, I'm really pleased with what all the changes they've made. There's a couple minor exceptions um, with Naomi's character and, and like Holden's arc that I thought mm-hmm. that the books were did, and I don't know. Yeah, we. Uh, but yeah, I I, uh, I think the expanse goes above the tear. But boy, it's hard for me. To, I liked it. It's my favorite show this season. Yeah, this year. I, I think easily my favorite. But I can't say it's better than Sharp Objects. I'll say the level of difficulty of nailing the expanse uh-huh. is higher than both. Uh, it might yeah, not be higher than the Deuce, say. actually. It, it's definitely higher than Sharp Objects. Really? But I don't think it's higher than the Deuce as far as just sheer level of difficulty because of the moving parts, right? Why like, you, Yeah, but like... The Expanse is this inter... Uh, it's not interstellar. It's it's this... <laughs> what, what's, the, what's the prefix for encompassing the whole thing? Pan? Uh, yeah, sure, it's this pan-stellar <laughs> uh, story of... of it, oh, interstellar, like interstellar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of both the macro and the micro, and they nail both of those. And it feels like it's a real economy. It feels like it's a real political system. It feels it's incredibly entertaining and funny and yeah. and fun. And it, it keeps subverting what you think it's going to be about too. Because like I, I thought I yeah. was we we're building into this apocalyptic, you know, mankind versus some unknown cosmic threat, right? Hell, we still might be, but yeah. it feels more like man, like like a toddler's been given a machine gun at the end of season three, mm-hmm. and that the, the tension is not that the army officer that owns the machine gun is going to come back to punish a child. It's just like Jesus Christ, what is this child going to do with this machine gun? Yeah. Um, so and it never fully gives itself over to like the genre, right? It's it's beyond genre. But here's the thing: sharp objects, like it's a 
long meditation on female pain and suffering. Mm -hmm. That's not easy to translate either. Especially to me as a male right. who, who, you know, can identify with certain emotions, but this is the most vivid depiction of that that I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I actually think Sharp Objects better than, I think Sharp Objects might be the number one show. I kind of okay, want to well, go. Let's move it to number one for now. and. See what we think about the expanse versus the deuce because I feel like I like the I like uh, God it's like better I don't know but I would put it above the deuce and that's uh, not I, to take away anything the deuce the deuce is probably as fun it definitely teaches you more about but let's not the expanse doesn't teach you anything I also feel like mm -hmm. there's a little bit of like um, I have this is a this is a remix like this is a more this is a Easy to easier to engage with version of the wire mm -hmm. that also like setting it in like you about the, the porn industry kind of like yeah I th think people have very strong feelings about like drugs and gangsters and things like that but this is a like it's it's a little bit more of removed for people to kind of see the social s story that David Simon's trying to tell but it does feel like not you know if I'd seen this before the wire I think it would blow my mind but like mm -hmm. my politics already got the wire treatment so. <laughs> Uh, I, I think the expanse, I can't say it's, I cannot defend it's better, but, no, but I can defend more entertaining. It's, it's more. Yeah. And I think this is a blend of both of those. Yeah. And that's important. Like that's what game of Thrones, like game of Thrones is rarely the best show on television, but it's right. gorgeous and fun and accessible and everyone. So no, that's why breaking bad is still my favorite show. So yeah, like I'm, I'm biased toward you. Give me, you give me fun too. You know? So sharp objects, the expanse deuce for feeling good about that. I think so, and I think maybe the terror where it's at too. Although I would, I would talk about the terror and homecoming next. Oh, I was going to say terror. The do I want to make sure that we okay. do like to do like this close. So I think the terror has a couple of big flaws. Okay, uh, the 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 actual resolution of the yes, plot. Yeah, and and the, just straight up like the effects on the monster. I the design of the monster. I poof. I don't yeah. like that monster. Um, yeah. Never should have seen it in close up. Yeah, very much like the the you know Steven Spielberg's Jaws. Like the second that thing pops out of water, it starts stops becoming menacing. Yeah, uh, you know now that now I say a couple big flaws, I'm having trouble thinking of another. I think that's yeah, that might be its one big drawback. Yeah, um, that in my mind makes it. Man, if they, if they had held that, if they had handled that just a little bit, like let it be a little bit more mysterious or a little bit of mm -hmm. like. Is this what's really happening, or is it the the men's like this is all happening to men's minds? But yeah. they didn't. They really go for just, and that's that's where everything comes together, falls apart. And I think the terror created moments that were as good as anything that the Deuce created. Mm -hmm. um, like when I think of moments, I think of you know CC and Lori, and I think of uh, the the carnival episode from the sure. terror. I think of, like I said, the guy trying to unjam the propeller underneath the uh, ice shelf. I think about... And that's in episode one. That's, like, from yeah, the beginning. Well, also, like the, like, the, like, the confused blizzard where the guys are out trying to hunt them, and they end up shooting the, uh, the, the, the what do you call that, uh, Inuit, mm -hmm. old man, and, and the whole thing with the girl, the, the, the whole relationship where they're trying to, the one doctor's trying to build this relationship with the Native American woman and communicate with her, and... I yeah. there's a lot of like really nice set piece moments in in the 
the terror and the deuce too. I think hitting like the poker game yep. was was a moment that like really stands out to me. Yep. Uh, and then like the two left feet high, like that was really funny. And and uh, are you talking about the poker game where he won the? Are you talking about the hold no? Where they busted up, yeah. Okay, because yeah. the one where he wins the dry, the Korean dry cleaner. Oh right, right. Yeah, uh, Frankie does. Yeah, I I even like a lot of people didn't. But I, <laughs> that I even like that Vincent, line is good. I even like Vincent going to uh, Vermont. Oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. just fucking and around in Vermont, hanging for a day. out with the people at the bar. Yep. Yeah, that was cool. Both those shows create some great moments. Uh, I think I'm fine with the that that. I have a hard time putting the terror over the deuce though. Yeah. Now, I think the battle for number five is going to be fierce because I don't have any mm. affection. I don't have as much affection for Homecoming as you do. I have oh, immense affection I just think for it's so innovative. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you, but like, I'm judging against Legion, which that's the thing. Like, so I've seen three episodes of Sam Esmail's like next level thing. You haven't seen anything of season two of Noah Hawley's next level, right? And it, but yeah, I, I don't fucking I don't know what to do. Um, I mean, are we in agreement that five is either going to be homecoming or Legion? I think it has to be. I think okay. there's no way I put haunting of Hill house or maniac or obviously anything below it. Yeah, no, I think you're homecoming. right. I think this is the, the number five is kind of like the, the real battle. Then look five, yeah. six through 10 is going to be less important. So Legion, Man, man, ah, uh. and I can tell they're both intensely psychological pieces too. Yeah. So like, oh, uh, this is so hard because you haven't seen all of Homecoming, and it from where you are, it just gets and better Legion, and Legion's better. A genre, like that's the thing. And I haven't like, seen it's, Legion it's, at it, all, but it's a it's a genre it's a genre work. So there's a lot of and I. It is, yeah. As um, as as much as it delights me to see a bunch of weird psycho spaces um, and dance battles and uh, you know color fights and shit that happen. Um, <laughs> color fights. I'm sure that makes sense to Legion <laughs> viewers. I'm, just, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to just intentionally <laughs> say something ridiculous, like some kind of palette this thing's painting with, but right. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's really fascinating and, and cool, but I haven't seen Homecoming and Homecoming looks like it might be a little bit more serious. Oh, it is. Yeah. So I kind of want to, I kind of feel like now maybe Daredevil goes above Maniac. Is Daredevil better than Haunting? Oh, uh, wait, are you saying that I'm, Homecoming I'm ready and to Legion grant are in the right Homecoming order? Homecoming and Legion are in the right order. Okay. But I'm, you know... You've seen season one of Legion, and if I, mean, I say season two is thirty percent better, then do you think that's still comfortably under Homecomings? I do. Okay, yeah. well that, that's fine. Okay. Uh, so now, is Haunting better than Homecoming, or is Maniac better than Haunting? Is Daredevil better than Haunting? Mm, no, I think the difficulty of what Haunting is doing uh, is is maybe about as high as Maniac's is. Okay. I'll, I'll give it that. Like, Maniac is so weird and original. Yeah, but Maniac's, like, four and a half hours long. Like, Haunting Hill uh, generates pretty good dread and scares for over eight hours. Yeah. And I would argue that Haunting of Hill House just gets better and better as it yes, goes. as you know more about the characters and, and the family. And as they stop and, leaning on jump scares yes. and they lean on more of the atmosphere. Honestly, after you give out, like, the first two episodes, there's not... I, there's not yeah. a lot of jump scares. And there's yeah. a couple of jump scares that I don't even know that I can call jump scares. Like, 
there's this point where the two sisters are fighting in a car and it's just such a raw emotionally just grounded in their family dynamic fight that you yeah. forget it's a fucking ghost story. <laughs> right. So then when the ha- is that a jump scare or is that just like a really well cons- con- construed ski? That's a jump scare that I think works. Because yeah, not all jump because scares you're not are looking equal. for the jump scare at right. that moment. Like, you, you are so engrossed in the dot. Yeah. Intensely, it's not like, oh, there's a, oh, we're fucking, and oh, there's a cat. Right. Let the me character's the, walking down the creepy hall. Right. Wait, which door is the ghost going right. to jump out and of? And the focus is pulling. It's yeah. like, it's <laughs> right. just, you're just in the middle of a, as good a dialogue scene as I've seen other, and then something yeah. genuinely terrifying happens. Uh-huh. Um, and that, to me, is and, not and a jump scare. And it's tied into... What they're talking about, right? Because she's thinking, "Oh, she's crazy in this moment, and she's trying to defend herself." And then, boom! This conversationally related jump scare happens, and you're like, "Damn, that was that." And it makes sense from the ghost perspective if that makes sense. Like as you like find (laughs) out later, yeah. Like I think this will be a fun rewatch too, because I bet there's a lot of shit that, like in retrospect, oh right. Mm -hmm. Um, No, I think I'm happy with Hill House where it is. Uh, Uh, Daredevil, better maniac. Daredevil was so successful, and it Maniac, is. I think, was ambitious. I mean, it's pretty successful, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, Carrie Fukunaga. What's his name? Carrie Joe Fukunaga? Carrie? Uh, I, I just thought it was Carrie. He's uh, uh, he's really good. He's uh, really, really fucking good with, with uh, mm-hmm. a look and feel and, and, a, and a perspective. Uh, so, I, I mean, guess... That, that sort is, of examination so is, of... of you know, trauma mm-hmm. um, and and mental psychosis. Now, mm-hmm. I will say I think the ending of this kind of shits to bed. Because that's why, that's why I was trying to say is like it's ambitious, but maybe not as successful as Daredevil, whereas Daredevil is not not ambitious. It essentially goes back to what we liked about season one and kind of mm-hmm. but but it is uh, it doesn't have a single misstep, in my opinion, maybe yeah. Foggy's it- political career. <laughs> There's a few times where I'm like, this guy is yeah. not the guy who can carry this role, who I cannot suddenly just take seriously. And I think maybe his plans are not quite as well thought out. As and and, um, and but crucially, they are. they're not as they're not smart. The, his opposition is just stupid. Like when this guy mm-hmm. comes and takes over your campaign yeah. rally, right? Like like imagine you know Hillary showing up at a Trump rally and be like, yeah yeah yeah, what he's saying is cool, but I'm just going to take over this room. Yeah. Like, come on. That doesn't happen. No, it was a little suspect in areas, but... A, a defense attorney's going to waltz into a police ball and take over from, mm-hmm. you know... One I, who's not even on the ballot, by the way. He's a write-in. Right, right. <laughs> this um, is like, I don't know. This is like the Penguin giving his speech and Harvey Dent showing up. But and... I like how the Kingpin just had leverage over everybody. Like, there's, there's a scene where, like, yeah. the one part where I started taking Foggy's storyline seriously is when I realized his family was under the Kingpin's Yeah, thumb. with that with that predatory loan. Yeah. Uh-huh. And how, like, I think that's, like, they did a great job of showing how a man like the Kingpin can... It's It's not even about, like, greed. It's like, this guy... I've made stupid decisions about predatory loans... That didn't get me in hawk with the fucking <laughs> Uber mob. Yeah. You know, like a comic book villain level mob, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's like it, it, people do this. Things, times get tough. And the, it's not just about like someone's naked greed that, like, like, you know, you see that all the time where it's like, oh, this guy deserved it. You know, he's stepping out from his wife or he's, you know, he's, he's wanting $100,000, betray, blah, blah, blah. This is. This this was much better, and they did it with multiple characters. Where it's like Jesus, if I was in the spot, 
I might be on the Kingpin's payroll. <laughs> so can you explain to me the ending of Maniac? Because I think what I saw was a maniacal prison break. Uh, which, in my mind, sort of sort of undermines the whole series. Like, I don't think this person is fit to live a life out in the real world. I think he's going to get himself killed. He's probably going to hurt other people in the process. But what was the press? And it's, and it's this big moment of, like, we're escaping and we're driving off into the sunset. Right? Like, don't they... they she busts him out mm-hmm. and they drive away together and that's like the end of the show. But how is that a betrayal of the You so you, you I, think it's supposed to be a moment of triumph and you're saying it's I think that's and, and I feel like it's a mistake. It's a huge mistake that these characters are making because he's dangerous to himself and others. But yeah, I think that it's one of those things where it's like a a telescope, like you can look at it through both ways and see mm-hmm. slightly different perspective. Yeah, like I think he'll that's be, why it's he'll supposed be to be like complex. Of that institution, like it's supposed to, yeah, but... supposed to, that's why it's supposed to be kind of that's the complexity that you have a moment of huh, triumph that's, I, that might be like a, oh god. I guess I assumed with your the way you hammered Better Call Saul about its realism in like therapy settings and the usefulness of it that you would be a little more down on the ending of this thing. But I guess I don't see, I didn't see this as a realistic take on that. This seems like, uh, Terry, uh, what's the, the, uh, the, the weirdo, uh, um, Gilliam. Yeah. yeah, It's a Terry Gilliam take on therapy, which I don't know. know. It's the Monty Python guy that made Brazil Mm. and 12 monk, like, 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 uh, zero theorem. Yeah. That shit, like that's that's all got like none of that's supposed to be taken seriously as like programming or, you know. Okay. Yeah. So this is more just a feel good ending. That, like for example, that sees like these characters like, freed from. Like, their I don't. Shackles. I don't think that um, fear and loathing in Las Vegas is a serious look at drug culture. Right. Like that's like the that's the the point oh oh one percent of drug users. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's like the rock star he-man master of the universe drug user that's not consistent with any of my experience with recreational drugs right sure um and i think that's kind of like maniac to therapy it's just so okay gonzo and sci-fi and kind of next level that it's exploring a whole other aspect of the human condition other than just like a mental disorder Mm -hmm. i guess yeah i feel you so is how is that how does that is well, does, does that settle anything for you, or I don't know? Because I mean, in my opinion, the, the that was the biggest misstep in Maniac. It's just the ending. But I guess if we're if I'm okay seeing it through that end of the telescope, but then... that's a, I will say that like so that's the thing is Maniac. I think is a little vulnerable that it's it's it was ambitious but sl- flawed. Um, from uh, whereas Daredevil was not ambitious but not unambitious. It was just like the next logical thing for daredevil to do and they executed right. it at an a plus level and never really stumbled and it's the first time a marvel did that so i kind of i kind of think i i think i enjoyed even though daredevil like three times longer i think i enjoyed it more than maniac okay yeah i don't feel like super strongly about either of those so yeah let's switch them okay uh but i think ozark can't can't rise maniac. above maniac. i was wondering what yeah. you're going to say about that i mean maniac is just so different and interesting that uh, I mean, Ozark is more Ozark, and it's basically more right. Breaking Bad. Like, how high can it go? Okay. I think that's a pretty good top ten. 
Okay. What's wild is I think this is like this is the first time in a long time that like the top ten has turned over this much. Yeah. Let me see. I'm I mean, not Westworld even... hit top ten last year. Um, I don't think so because Westworld took more than a year to come back. Oh, oh yeah. If it wasn't on, it, it hit top ten last year. It was on for sure. Uh, let me see what the um, 2017 top ten drama. I want to say Better Call Saul was in that in that league. I think we only did the top five best TV comedy oh. for best actor actor TV drama. So we had the leftover Stranger Things two, Mr. Robot, The Deuce, and Fargo. The Deuce is the only the only thing that's returning, right? That's wild. Yeah, and like the top, like yeah, wow. Yeah, then it was the Young Poe, Handmaid's Tale, Godless, Expanse, and Game of Thrones. So out of top ten, only two returned. That's huh. crazy. That's crazy. Well, it's just, just a lot of a lot of shows just took the year off, didn't come back. And they're all, all right. going to come back this year. I think that is the list. You want to recap the top okay, ten? Okay, top ten. Your top ten. Sharp Objects uh, at one. Two, The Expanse. Three, The Deuce. Four, The Terror. There's lots of, a big, word, big year for the word the. <laughs> Five, Homecoming. Six, Legion. Seven, The Haunting of Hill House. Eight, Daredevil. Nine, Maniac. Ten, Ozark. Best debut slash pilot. Uh, this is a newish category that um, we are going to now deliberate. Uh, I see one that we can take right off this list. What's that? Uh, it only got on there because it was a debut. The Romanoffs. <laughs> uh, yes. The Ro- can we just like you put that just... at the bottom immediately? Okay. Do you want to just or get rid of it? Because like I could get rid. <laughs> like I'm I'm going to move to strike Disenchantment too. Okay. I haven't seen it. So if you say strike it, strike it. Okay, struck, right off from the record. Struck, never chilling adventure, adventures. Uh, uh, strike oh. it. Yeah, yeah, so we talk about. Uh, so we so we put this on here because we wanted to just discuss it. So disenchantment. Well, I talk about this in another uh, the, the comedy, the, the comedy yeah. but like, yeah, this is just this is just a disappointing version of Futurama set in a fantasy world. And I didn't. Okay. Maybe it got better. I don't know. I watched three episodes and like, huh, yeah, droll. Not great. And we did like what twelve we, hours. We of did way too much. Way too much fucking coverage. Full coverage of all new TV of the Romanoff. So fuck that. Yeah. Chilling Adventures to Sabrina. I watched the first ten minutes of this and shut it off. I watched like the first three episodes and we talked about it on me and Cecily's <sighs> cinematic spectacular. It's it's so poorly written. I can see so poorly written. I can see an age range where this would be a big deal in my life. But okay. I'm a forty two year old man. It's, it's when. It's when Clarissa was playing Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> I, I, I At least think, for me, I was I was old enough to where that was like maybe in my wheelhouse. I, I thought this show is kind of ugly, and I think it and ugly in the way it's shot because it's like they got this really weird like like uh, I'm hallucinating or uh, I've got the wrong p- contact prescription focusing thing in. Um, I was kind of sh- I thought I was excited to see Karen and ship in something because i i know that's what a debate we had is she's so young and mad men and she had such excellent people to walk to work with like could she carry her own show and like just with this i don't i feel like the answer is no just with D- this. did you did you not like it because of her performance is that one of the reasons yeah i thought like hmm. i don't think she's a very good she was not a very good lead in this okay I didn't watch um, enough to really know, but I, I also thought this, the tone of this thing is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I, it's, it's, yeah. Let's let's strike it. Let's strike I, it from I think, the list. I think the tone is kind of what the wheelhouse that they found with Riverdale, right? Because yeah. 
Riverdale is like that teen thing that is also extremely violent and extremely dark in places. Yeah. Uh, and I've, I've heard that this takes that kind of to the next level in violence. Yeah. And uh, in I, terms of that. There's some interesting things about, like, I like how they're just openly embracing Satanism. And they're not, they're just yeah, like, yeah. It's, this, hey, this is the show we're making. Uh, if you're offended, then don't watch it. But this is, yeah. this is just as silly and goofy as any other system of magic. So we're going to use it. Um, they got sued by the Satanic Temple for jacking their Baphomet statue. Uh, but we're stri- striking it from the list. Uh, is there anything else we want to strike off? I kind of want to nominate. Succession is an interesting one. I want to nominate Lost in Space to be stricken. Okay. I watched all of Lost in Space season one, and I did not think it was bad, but I did not think it was good. That means it cannot, by definition, be the best debut pilot. So, uh, all right. I didn't watch any Succession because I now I hear that the back half of this is really, really, really good. Okay. It's better than the front half of it. Well, hmm. I was just turned off because like, I, yeah. I feel like I'm kind of living... Uh, in this world and i don't like it so like yeah i don't know that i want the close-up access to what i feel is a eroding force in our society yeah yeah but Uh, i watched the whole damn thing i so i went back and i figured look everybody's talking about this maybe i should watch it because i i had done like you i watched the pilot and i checked out and said no thank you yeah uh i will say that the characters they are entertaining to watch um, I I think like Kieran Culkin does mm. the, the the great Kieran it has a Culkin lot of performances. It does, yeah. Um, what's his man? X Men X Men villain. No, oh, yeah, uh, Colonel Stryker. Yeah, Stryker is in this, and he's very good. Uh huh. It's but it is shitty people doing shitty things, and if that's not your thing, and it's not my thing, then it's probably not gonna be high on the list. I would say. Let's move it to the bottom temporarily. Hmm. Okay. And see if it stays there. All right. I can get behind that. I don't to think the... it will because I wasn't engaging with Jack Ryan very much. To the bottom. Um, yeah. All right. So right now we have, and this is not an order. This is just to know where, where so you know where things are started or uh, start at. We got one Barry, uh, season one. Two, oh, these are all season one. I repeat myself. Two yeah. Homecoming. Three Altered Carbon. Uh, those last two were on Netflix. Uh, for the terror on mm-hmm. AMC. Homecoming's not Netflix. It's Amazon. Oh, okay. Uh, five Star Trek Disco on CBS Online, uh, or All Access, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, six mm-hmm. Sharp Objects uh, with Barry also on HBO. Seven Castle Rock, which is a Hulu original. Yeah. Eight Maniac, a Netflix original. Nine Jack Ryan, Amazon again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten Haunting of House Hill, Netflix, and Eleven Succession, which is HBO. Uh, again um so i guess how do you want to start this because like i didn't see jack ryan i used to be a huge tom clancy fan uh i mean it's kind of 20 a little more serious 24 like uh, not not as in like oh this thing is taking itself so seriously but like the writers tried right it's not a it's it's not just quite as pure did you see all of jack ryan the first season yeah no shit Yeah. Uh, Suleiman, okay. you gotta watch out for that Suleiman. He's dangerous. Um, what? So, <laughs> Suleiman? Su- Suleiman is like the main villain. Oh, is he? Or, um, or he's he's kind of the MacGuffin the whole. The season. thing I'm it's... worried. The thing I'm not worried about. The thing I'm curious about is what was because what was his worldview like? Because I associate with the Tom Clancy Jack Ryan stuff as what would 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 be uh, like a conservative wet dream 
military kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's like uh but but yeah. keep in mind you're talking 80s and 90s conservative wet dream not like okay. the thing that we've got now which i don't even know what it is I, I, yeah i was not paying attention to politics period when i was 10 years old so right. hard to say um i would say that this does not lean very hard in that direction and if anything like jack jack is out there it, well, I would say there are different opinions on the matter mm. um, coming from different characters in this. Mm-hmm. And Jack is much, probably much more open to the idea that not not all Muslims are bad people. Mm-hmm. Not everyone from the mid from the Middle East is a terrorist. What is there like? Do you, do you, did you get an opinion in like American foreign policy or like did they? Did there, is there any like mm. uh, thoughts to think about? You know, because it's like Muslim it, it's good not... versus Muslim bad is kind of interesting, but it's more of mm-hmm. like what what is our role in contributing to this thing that's that's hurting us now? Um, do they deal with I any think of you that? Get some of that around like Suleiman's family, uh huh, um, and R- just how they're affected by everything that's going on, both right. both the the campaign that Suleiman is running and also the reaction to it from America. Mm-hmm. Uh. There's there's some of that in there, yeah. I, I I wouldn't say like this is a super nuanced show, but it brings more nuance than than twenty four does. And I mean, if you're looking for mostly just a thriller kind of romp, this is a perfectly serviceable show. And it, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it bad. I would I would say it's pretty good actually. Would you say that Jack Ryan is only human after all? And and yeah. it's it's yeah. arguable whether the blame can be put upon him. Is this a, what what is this? This like I, I, I know don't you don't ever watch TV, but like if if you watch TV or like if you didn't have YouTube Red or especially Twitch, they pumped this commercial oh. where I had that rag with Ragabones man like I'm only human after all, and it, that was <laughs> okay. like the the thing, and it's gotcha. just Jack Ryan's office face. <laughs> With this song in the background and him yeah. putting in hopeless predicaments and, you know, I don't know, sparing Muslims. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I don't I don't think it's going to make anybody's top list here because I'm the only one who's seen it. And I actually wouldn't probably I definitely wouldn't put it in my top five. Not even close. All on, right. On this list. Well, should we have have we gone through and talked about every one of these yet? No. Okay. So Altered we, Carbon we haven't talked about. Home, yeah. Homecoming is one that you haven't seen. Okay. So let's maybe we can work, work our way from the bottom because we were talking about Succession okay. of Jack Ryan. Ten, The Haunting of House Hill. Hill House. We Haunting have, of Hill House. So I've the housing of Hill Haunt. Seen everything except the finale. Okay. I, I want to get to it before we like finalize this list and do the ceremony. But I don't think the finale will change your mind, but I do think it will cement whatever your opinion is. Because I, okay. I think if my it, opinion it sticks is, it's landing. actually pretty good. Yeah, like I was, I was very skeptical after the first episode that yeah. this was going to amount to anything because they take a couple of shortcuts uh-huh. uh, that I didn't like. But by the time I got to episode five, mm. I think is the one where where I sat back and was like. Okay, all right, they're actually, like, they're going to do some more interesting things than simply jump-scaring me every five minutes. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started to give myself over to the show. Yeah, Uh, and, like, I also, like, it's it works as a metaphor of, like, um, uh, like, mental illness and depression that can run through families. I I think episode five is the one with... addiction? With Luke. The the, the ensuit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where where his friend leaves the, the... recovery center yeah, or whatever i thought that was an 
maybe the defining episode of this season. Yeah. And everybody was talking about episode six. I was like, well, episode six is good, but episode five is what I really loved on about what, the show. What hits you. But I, I yeah. really like that. And when this kind of show, I, I mean, first of all, I think long form horror is just extremely hard to do mm-hmm. because things are intrinsically less, fam- less scary. The more you're familiar with it. Like, you know, yeah, if, that's true. if, if, uh, and, and, and as we got more familiar with the house and the setting and all that, like, I was like, how are they going to continue to mine tension and stuff? And the red door, that's how they do they it. They do it. They do yeah. it. And, and it's all about like deepening the relationships you have with the characters across multiple timelines and how these are all very likable people. And it's unfortunate that this is all happening to them. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think they, they're also just, it's very layered. Like there's, um, there's creepy things in almost every scene in the and you don't see them all, but when you do see them, it gives you like a little thrill when you see like a ghostly pair of eyes underneath the staircase. And it's not in the focus. It's just the show is daring you to kind of like uh, def- like defensively watch it. We're trying to watch all the background and like nothing's going to scare me. And they still have managed to generate scares. Yeah, I was very impressed, very impressed mm-hmm. by the level of production. And I feel like we kind of shit the bed a little bit, not not covering this because it was the perfect time of year. For us to be covering it, I guess we did. I me and Cecily spooktacularized it, but hmm. uh, and I don't know if it would have held up to like episode by episode, but it would have definitely been a great nominee for a new format of watching a couple episodes, giving a first take, and then wrapping it up the week later. Yeah, and we could have kind of gotten in on this was part of the a big part of that. I felt like the the twenty late twenty eighteen zeitgeist too. So can we throw this at like number three currently? Uh, Since we haven't. Sure. So I can tell you for sure it's not going to be homecoming for me. Um, okay. But we haven't talked about. Well, then let's talk about Maniac. It. Okay. Uh, Maniac. Interesting. Is a hard thing to talk about, spoiler free, because it's very psychological. It's very cerebral. It's very silly. Mm-hmm. It's very. Uh, I, and the other thing I admired about it is it's it's not genre defying, but convention destroying because like, what is an episode of maniac? It could be an hour and a half drama. It could be a 33 minute farce. Like mm-hmm. the run times are all over the map. Uh, the story structures all up in a, in, but it, it, it all uses these and very good performances by, uh, fucking Emma stone and Justin Thoreau and, uh, uh, uh J- Judd Jonah Apatow, H- Jonah Hill, Jonah yeah. Hill. Uh, and, and, and Jonah Hill, I don't know if it's, if it's a good performance, but it's, it's exactly what the performance needed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I really, I, I feel like this is another one. Like, uh, kind of, we shit to bed. This would have been a good cover. Yeah, we had talked about covering it, but we were so f- fucking. We just busy. Uh, honestly, like, probably a dis- slightly disorganized. Like, we got too bus- busy to the point of disorganization too, and mm-hmm. that's like you know, if you don't, it's very hard to slot a series for coverage when you become aware of it like, like two day- two weeks before it debuts and that. Debuts and I mean, just the the debuts. stress levels were high when this yep. was coming out, and working an entire weekend to hammer out. 10 episodes mm-hmm. was just not in the cards yeah. again this would have been a great format like i the the, the netflix format where we give it you know uh, some some good good coverage grounded in the right temporal uh t- time space uh because like it, before it's like we had a choice between 
half-assing it, doing it episode by episode and, and trying to do over weekend or not covering at all. Yeah. And, you know, that's like 2019 is all about trying to, to change that as I, hopefully you're, you're starting to see already. Um, so uh, can we say anything more about Maniac without spoiling the shit out of it? I mean, I'm not scared to spoil the shit out of it. Okay. What do you want to talk about then? Uh, I don't think that every episode worked for me, and some of the episodes that don't work for me are like you didn't like the fantasy ones that people stuff. like. I did not. You didn't like the, and I felt, I felt like it was. Uh, I don't know. But I, even if you didn't like it, it was thirty just, minutes long. So like, yeah, it's, it's kind of, uh, and and I did feel like it was kind of cool how they told the story of the two sisters in like the Xena warrior princess lord of the rings kind of mythology and exact the same way did you like the the eastern european gangster i did yeah. episode okay uh-huh. so you just you just hate fantasy is what it is uh, oh or yeah do you think there's I mean, other this, structural this is problems known. <laughs> yeah this is known i i don't get down on the fantasy stuff so okay uh, uh like i said i i i don't have much to say about this without it's like taking 30 40 minutes to talk about it okay do you want to... um, I, I mean, I think so. For me, this is not better than Hill House. Uh, ah, but maybe, maybe you have an argument. No, for it. No, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as Hill House. Okay, well, let's toss it there for now. Um, Castle Rock. Mm-hmm. Oof, I did not like Castle Rock. Yeah, Castle Rock was had, had just a, not amazing. It had a lot of early promise, but I felt like it collapsed on the weight of being too referential to, to Stephen King's universe and also just not like none of the ideas came together when you try Writing to cook. Tight, yeah. yeah, when you try to cook that big of a stew, like like uh, in Fargo is a good example. He's not trying to play homage, homage to every fucking Coen Brothers film in existence. He plucks like one to be the, the 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 bones and two or three for some flavor but mm-hmm. i really did feel like they were pulling everything out of stephen king's and seeing what would stick yeah and for me nothing and i also unfortunately never bought the Scarsguard kid as menacing <laughs> no, which, i did which he's he's pennywise the fucking clown and terrifying so like just his gangly ass with no makeup or and a flat affect is not scary to me I, I suppose that's so. fair. Yeah, uh, but there is one episode in yeah, here. It's the sissy the, spacek the spotlight. Where she's it, it's uh it, it you know that she's true detectiving uh and she's, chess pieces she's loose the... she's got alzheimer's and she's uh-huh. slowly losing her mind and she's trying to figure out which time like you know uh, she's using these chess pieces to tr- keep track of whether she's in the past or the present. Um, and I think that's also the episode where she's like, is that the one she's being hunted by Skarsgård? Is she being hunted or is by that, him, though? Is that a different one? Is that later? Is that like nine or something? Yeah. And well, and that's the thing. Like once you get into episode nine where you go to the good universe where Billy Skarsgård is the good. Like, oh, I, right. I, I yeah. just felt like at the last two episodes, I I think kind of destroyed it for me because like I'm like, OK, this is interesting. This time and space warping and all this other shit that they're like, this is kind of interesting and, and it's not really creepy or scary, but it's, it's, it's cerebral. See, I got a sort of existential horror vibe from that. Like this guy, this guy was pulled through and captured. Is that right? Or yeah, they like, stolen each other's lives. Yeah. Like that's, it was just so, so very fucked up. Uh, what happened to, this this guy from this other dimension or universe i don't know what to call it but yeah 
I don't know. I, I got sort of a weird, like, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, I didn't like it. Uh, I, I felt very negative about it by the time everything's over. I know that's not the universal opinion of it. but uh, I was mostly I, negative on I'm it. I'm fine with leaving it down, languishing mm-hmm. at the bottom of this list. Okay. Um, oh, boy. Sharp Objects. This one goes near the top. Sharp Objects was, I mean, we gave full coverage of this, and if you haven't seen it and you like true crime at all, this is just a very, very good look at true crime with an interesting family dynamic in an interesting area of the country uh with a lot of really interesting themes and some genuine like uh, there's a little semi supernatural things that are going that gives a little bit of spice it's it's in very true detective season one where that doesn't turn that that that's that's some Mm -hmm. flavor but it doesn't actually manifest like there's no like actual ghosts that come out at any point but you kind of think they might uh there's there's addiction and uh just just crazy visuals visual storytelling uh it's now it's becoming kind of like passe but like these multiple time layers that are kind of like uh inform the story at different levels like that's kind of becoming a, a just a, a convention at this point but mm-hmm. it's it's really good it's really good i think this should go towards the top uh yeah i mean the depictions of the familial relationships in that and ab- yeah. abuse and the different forms that that takes. Yeah. Uh, narcissistic people. Yeah. Uh, how generational trauma on their family. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I haven't seen another depiction of those subjects done as well. Uh, and the performances are oh. kind of what carries that. I mean, Adora. Yeah. Adora? Patricia Clarkson as Adora is just one of the, she, she steps on screen as one of the all time great television villains. Yeah. Uh, and, and like completely down to earth, you know, not Mm -hmm. in the like, uh, mustache twirling kind of way. It's, it's like this, this almost like unconscious evil, (laughs) you know, like she's doing it, uh, without thinking. Yeah. And it's like, I, Here's the thing, as a person who has a a parent, at least one parent that I think is just terrible at their job, um, I relate very hard with, um, uh, but so a lot of things where you you touch on troubled families in the past, they've, because it's, as I know, it's a very, people don't want to hear like, oh, I hate my mother. I think she's a piece of shit. And there's, I don't want to be told that that's bad or that's wrong or like, oh, well, you know, it's family and that. I feel like every other, until like BoJack and this, there's always been that like, well, look how hard her life is. And she's come by, like, it's fine to come by your psychopathy, honestly, but we can still say these people are psychopaths and the children shouldn't be shackled to them. I thought this, this and BoJack does a great job of like, yeah, you can understand where these malignant forces are coming from, but it's still plainly inexcusable. Mm-hmm. And by having the hero starting to triumph or starting to heal, despite that, you can show that like with with effort, you could like these people could have stood up and been better people, and they've chose to wallow instead. And I like I like that. Like it 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 gives them it gives them a three dimensional, fully fleshed out character without asking you to forgive them. Because they had a tough life, you know? Yeah, and I also like the the kind of earlier on... Uh, I mean, this this lasts till very, very near the end uh, mm-hmm. of this series. But the 
the depiction of the sort of helplessness um, to resist that yeah. early on. Like, look, Amy Adams' character uh, clearly understands the manipulation going on. She's a grown-ass woman. She's fierce. She's capable. Right. She's smart. Like I, But she is completely impotent to resist it. When she gets on her mom's home and, and yeah. back in that childhood home and the, the old... Di- it's It's like putting on an old pair of slippers. You just slip right in. <laughs> Uh, and it's so yeah. easy. It's and so it's, easy. That's, that's why I say it's such a natural depiction of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, really smart, psychologically taught. Um, and an interesting uh, mystery, you know? Yeah. You've done it. Yeah. Um, Star Trek Discovery. Mm. Uh, so It's not a bad Star Trek. Like uh, Haunting of Hill House, this is one I almost checked out on early. Because I watched the first two episodes. I thought they were cool. I, I made it through five episodes before I did ultimately yeah. check out. Okay. I, I made it to like episode three or four. And I was like, oh boy, they're pulling some some shit here. Mm-hmm. Playing fast <laughs> and loose with the plot. And then there are characters in there that I really don't like. Uh, Tilly is yeah, just a, a complete clusterfuck of a character we in my some, mind. Some strong disagreement with that amongst a fan base. Yeah, well... Is she you know, like a, man- a subjective is she opinion, to be like but... a manic pixie Trek girl? Is she like a Reginald Barkley? Like if you're yeah. uh, um, kind of a this is like a girl you think you could pick up if you're on the bridge of the Enterprise or the Discovery? Probably like approachable. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, because I don't I don't get it. It seems inappropriate and unprofessional. <laughs> and unappealing. But no, I'm I'm completely turned off by that character. Uh, I think they, they had a really good couple of openers. They just kind of fucked up the middle of the season and toward the end it got, you know, faster paced and it got, uh, kind of more interesting, but in that like sort of way out there, Star Trek kind of way, like multiple dimensions and, and copies of characters and betrayals Mm -hmm. and just like, just kind of up, tur- just like flipping the table on everything you thought you knew about this Star Trek universe, which mm. I thought was kind of cool, yeah, but also kind of cheesy, yeah. So it's somewhere in the middle for me. I didn't think it was an amazing season. I didn't think it was a bad season. I think I think this. I think I would like this. Like, uh, let's let's say that I give Star Trek Disco a six out of ten. I think it'd have been a seven and a half out of ten if they just had conventional looking Klingons. Like, I really? don't wow. like the iguana Klingons. While huh. I simultaneously praise. I do like the de-anthropomorphication of a lot of the background crew and even some of the main characters. Like, actually having alien-looking aliens um, is great, but I felt like, as a longtime Trek person, I did not like... And I know the Klingons have been pretty malleable. They essentially were bronze-toned people with eyebrow sculpting in the first Uh first one uh, in, in the series, but, like, they had a certain iconic look, and they've had that since Star Trek, the motion picture... Mm-hmm. I don't know why we went away from it, but yeah. they did. Um, and they did some violence to other kind of Star Trek things. But yeah, this is let you look Star Trek. The next generation season one garbage. <laughs> yeah, this is deep better space than that. season. Deep space nine season one wildly uneven. Uh-huh. Uh, Voyager less said the better enterprise. Oh, I, let's not even talk about. It. Yeah, like. I so this is pretty good Trek and maybe uh-huh. like you know the thing is Trek always kind of rounds in because it's all about the chemistry of the bridge crew and the characters. So here's what I will say: I'm not sure that they should 
well, it's a huge spoiler. Maybe I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. It's a spoiler for season one. Uh, I guess they're, they're not taking this show in the direction that I sort of hoped they would uh, with their overarching plot. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I will say that uh, they will? got a pretty good Captain Pike in season two. Yeah. No, season two looks like it might be. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to start uh, keep, keep up on, on a week to week basis. Um, so it's pretty good. I didn't feel too lost, honestly, either. Uh, I watched the last season oh, yeah. on and because it's like uh, there's this robot lady that's third in command of the ship. And I'm like, who the fuck is? And you're like, I don't even know who that is. No, I'm like, she's that's nobody. Weird that you could get through like season one of Star Trek The Next Generation and not know who Lieutenant Commander Data is, which is essentially uh-huh. what this this robot lady is. No, the, like the bridge crew was almost entirely absent from season one. It was more <sighs> about Michael Burnham and the captain and. Saru was in it a lot, but yeah. he was the only other bridge officer that was like a yeah. main part of that series. I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. They're teasing like the Spock relationship, which is a little strained, I think. But I don't know. They could do something cool with that. Uh, where do we put Star Trek Disco? I think it's right where it needs to be. Really? Yeah. That low, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. When I look at the other day, yeah. yeah look okay. At the top, okay. Look at the top seven. Man. Holy shit! The terror. Yeah, this is a murderer's row. Uh, the terror was came out of nowhere. First of all. I'm this is this is like borderline age of sale like they these are old wooden ships that they've retrofitted with steam engines. I'm a sucker for this time (laughs) period. It's the Royal fucking Navy. They're exploring. Um, This is a like like Master and Commander before. This is a pretty fucking good Star Trek series. Um, it's a pretty good Star Trek series. What? Yeah, like it's all about ex- exploration okay. and and yeah. finding new life and new civilizations. If and... Star Trek was did like a horror season, yeah, yeah, because there's a lot of horror in this. Yeah, I mean this is this is at home with like when Star Trek uh, went through that one field that de-evolved everybody and Worf turns into a werewolf and Riker right. turns into a caveman and Barkley turns into a spider for some fucking reason. Like, that's I, how evolution works? What the hell? That feels right. That's why I was a creationist for the first 30 years <laughs> of my life, because Star Trek didn't f- give me any kind of good education in, in evolution being a, a legit theory. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The Terror was fucking great. Had great performances. Oh, yeah. Jared Harris alone makes this series, and then he's got a great supporting cast. Yeah. Of largely uh, Game of Thrones, people that have done good work on Game of Thrones. Yeah, and, Mance and Raiders in there. British actors of note. There's a... Vi- I forget the guy. The, he'll make some noise in the best actor, but like the the main villain. Is that his name? Uh, no, Fitz, no, no, Fitz, no, no, Fitz, no, no, no. Okay. Fitzy Fitzpatrick or whatever his uh, name is. Fancy? Hansy? Frick, frickin' Fitzpatrick. <laughs> what is his name? Uh, the, the villain's name is like Fancy or something. Yeah, I can find it. But yeah. he's incredible. He's really, he's really incredible. Yeah, I love the transformation of that guy from just kind of... Well, you, you don't really know what Hickey. he is at the beginning. Hickey. Hickey. Yeah. Uh, Adam Nagatius, I think. Uh, Agatus. No, I've never seen him before, but he looks just like Jesse Wilson. And also... <laughs> he does. Uh, the, 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 the character arc there uh-huh. is, is so well realized. Like the, you, By the time you understand that he's a bad guy, mm-hmm. you kind of have an affinity for him. Yeah. And, and you don't want to see him turn. 
Yeah. And then you realize all along he was turning. Yeah. And also, like, how much of it is his fault and how much of it is lead coursing yes. through his brain? And that's the big question during the season. And one of the things that I really loved, like, yeah. whether it's accurate or not, you yeah. know, whether they really experience lead poisoning from their cans right. or... It's a good story. Because, like, the other thing is, like, don't act like this lead theory has been discredited for the last hundred years. Like, this was pretty much, like, what everyone thought had happened until, like, the last four or five years when there's, like... Oh, wow. And even then, like... I think it's premature that like one or two archaeologists or anthropologists have gone back and been like, eh, this lead thing's probably not actually what happened. Like, mm. I, it, regardless. But it's a great setup for a horror thing where people are losing their minds. Yes. And no one knows what actually happened. So it's yeah. rife for this drop. And it's also like these guys are stuck frozen for like two years. Yeah. That, that's the thing that is kind of hard to realize about this show, right? Yeah. You, you binge like, this thing and you're like, oh, years have passed yeah and what would that do like how do you keep a crew like that together you mm-hmm. know i mean it's sort of, it's it's just base survival and how does a captain like when one crew wants to like you know what fuck this we're go and like how do you stop that how do you keep them together and yeah i mean your discipline how do you keep morale up and what do you do yeah. when the thing you do to boost morale turns out to be a ma- like it, it's it's oh, it's dude. got so many and great some twists. of those episodes like that that carnival or whatever that's they what put i was on. getting at yeah yeah holy shit that's a good episode yeah so, and it's and that episode is truly a terror like yeah and it's scary the there's a horror lot, of that episode there's a lot of good horror mm-hmm. uh a variety of stripes uh yeah. horror demon supernatural horror um and that just like this, that one i remember an early shot of the guy who's like they lower him underneath the ice shelf to fix the rudder in that diving suit and just being like imagine being an 18th century dude and you're in this little diving suit and you're like 30 feet below and you're just just a sheet of ice and inky blackness and you're just hanging there and you're powerless to pull yourself up yeah like if some shit starts happening you're like you know if a like a shark or a whale or you're or a sea monster you're fucking dead and yeah there's lots of like just bleak, like these ships being stranded on the ice shelves and just miles of ice in every direction, mm-hmm. nothing to eat, not, no other humans, uh, civilizations didn't come. It's it's great. It's great. It's uh, way up on my to list. To the top, I say. Okay. Yeah. To the top, I say. Uh, altered Carbon. Altered Carbon is a. I like Altered Carbon. Better science fiction, better, better science fiction story than Star Trek Discovery. Easily. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it more than Maniac. I, I okay, like Altered Carbon. So, so it, doesn't take everything to its logical conclusion, but the world it builds is actually pretty compelling. Like a lot of the religion stuff is tied in there. Yeah. So the, the premise of Altered Carbon, if you if you missed our right. cover, did we do episode by episode coverage mm-hmm. or just like broad no. bald move? Okay. So the premise is uh, there's in the future there is like this cortical disc that is implanted in you at a birth stack. that records essentially your st- steady state of what's going on in your brain. And if your physical body is destroyed, you can be re-sleeved into another human body. Mm-hmm. It can be a cloned body. It can be an artificial body. It can be an animal body, mm-hmm. interestingly <laughs> enough. Um, and, like, you know, going to prison is essentially not, like, being taken out and being held offline uh, storage. And, you know, there's a lot of, like, the, the rich people can afford... Uh, endless bodies and they can needle cast themselves so instead of like traveling they can just like upload their conscious from one body into another and instantly be there like so there's, there's a huge have and have not these these methuselahs yeah are that, that are essentially going to be immortal now are now living above us in these giant floating city things like it's 
the world building's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. I like some of the characters, like Poe. Poe mm. is just excellent comedy relief in a show that needed it. Yeah, the uh, art, he's an artificial intelligence that that, that, that looks that, and acts that, like Edgar Allan Poe. It manages yeah. a hotel. Yeah, uh, which which is where we spend actually a lot of time in this series at the hotel. This is also like I got to say that like this is also some rough stuff that you watch. Like um, the human the human life is very cheap in this universe, mm-hmm. and there is just some really uh, the shit that people get up to because of that is is hard to watch. There's like some. Uh, really unspeakable levels of torture, mm-hmm. uh, violence, sexual violence that uh, is like I think the <laughs> the producers are playing with a little too much glee almost. Yeah. Yeah. The the daughter thing. Yeah. Uh, it gets weird. Yeah. Gets real weird. It's a lot of things that get weird and troubling. But yeah. uh, that's part of like I feel like some of this dystopian. uh uh, but I love that stuff. Yeah, no, like you have You're to kind of like exploring the concept fully to show how weird humanity can get when you remove some of the constraints on what the human condition is, uh, yeah. and you remove some of the uh, penalties, and you pump up the incentives for others. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's. Uh, but it's like I kind of wish it was a little bit more cerebral and little, little less uh, actiony. Like, I think this could be a little yeah. bit more Blade Runner, a little less Matrix, and it would be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think that uh, this is just under the replacement level for good actors in a lot of places. What do you think of uh, Kovach as far as, like, his different personas? He's played by multiple he's, people. He's played by a third banana on, on the House of Cards bench. Uh-huh. He's the star, and I... He, it's a it's a little too legendary journeys of Hercules for me. He's a little too Kevin Sabo, or okay. is that his Sor- name? Sorbo. Sorbo? Yeah. Uh, I, I feel you there. I think the Kevin Sabo is encased within Ke- Kevin Sorbo and fired from a cannon. <laughs> Sabo, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think like the the Asian guy that they have playing He's Takeshi be- is better yeah better co- Kovacs, basically yeah. all around uh-huh. um so I think when they do season two they'll probably come back with a different Kovach altogether right that would be the smart play yeah. But is that the contractually obligated? Uh, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. He's not ter- he's not ruining no, no, no. the show. He's he's serviceable. Um. But it's here's somebody who's not though. I think the female cop is actually yeah. I was pretty about to bad. say like honestly the the lead performances of this are about the tier two performances in your average Marvel Netflix show. Yeah, and that's a bit of a problem. I thought some of the big bad like like the whoever the the wife of the Methuselah was like pretty fucking awful in her yeah. like sleazy milfy seduction of this guy and. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, and a lot of the, like, the henchmen were pretty fucking bad, mm-hmm. like, the, the tier two villains were pretty bad, it's, you know, it, it's it's kind of like a return to the Earth final conflict level of science fiction in television, like, this, this, this isn't Westworld, this isn't, uh, this isn't The Expanse, even, and The Expanse gets a little weedy in some of the, the you know, tier twos of its acting, but yeah. that's the thing that holds, I think, the show back. I, the I writing's agree. a bit too lurid, and the acting can't, can't back it up. I think they do some interesting things with VR, too. For with, sure. With that guy's daughter. Yeah. Who's kind of stuck in VR, mm-hmm. uh, traumatized in VR, which, yeah, and some really good, like, 
VR therapy that they're trying yeah, to do, right? With Poe, Poe's Poe yeah. a pretty good therapist, it turns out. Yeah, I, I actually like a lot of the concepts they bring to this show. Yes. Um, they just need to step up, like, the their show, casting a little bit. The show is more interesting than it has any right to be, and it's all because of the universe. So, like, I think if they, yeah. they upgraded the writing a bit and they got be- they got better vessels, uh, they upgraded some of the, the performances, like this... Yeah, I don't know what to do with it. Um like uh, I kind of my... feel like I could put it over Maniac, but it's going to start getting rough rough sledding from there. Yeah, I was I was looking at it nudging Haunting of Hill House. Oh, really? But, no, I can't. But if you I mean if you don't want to go there, I could be I could be convinced. Altered Carbon, I, I my eyes rolled pretty hard in a, in a way that they didn't with uh, the Haunting of Hill House. Oh um, man, my my eyes were rolling on Haunting of the Hill House. Oh really? Hill House from the beginning, oh. like when the when the dad carries his son down <laughs> half of the steps. You you made and this seem like it's him. so fucking stupid, and I saw it. I'm it like, is. It's not. It is. And then later he says, "Oh yeah, I carried you out of that house." No, you fucking didn't. Because I watched you not carry him out of the house. I'd like to see you haul a 12-year-old's ass throughout a whole mansion. Like, you get to the but, bottom but it was of the stairs, clear, you put his ass It down. was clear they were only doing it for effect. Yeah. Like, they, weren't, they didn't have him drop him because he was getting heavy. They, hmm. they just had him drop him because they didn't need him on his back anymore. And, hmm. like, he had other things to do with his hands. Like, hmm. I don't know. Th- there uh, were some, some things that I didn't like about the writing in the first chunk of huh. Haunting of Hill House. Okay. Uh, I think we got a pretty good top five. Like, I don't, yeah. do you want to, I mean, I guess we should probably deliver, yeah, we're supposed to deliberate to the top. Um, this is going to be tough, though. Uh, boy, I haven't seen Homecoming yet. I am going to watch a couple episodes uh, this weekend, so this might not be the final, final order, but, like, man, Barry Sharp Objects and the Terror, how do you choose? I mean, those are one, two, and three in some order. Homecoming, if the story had been just a little bit better, mm-hmm. would probably nudge Barry out. But mm-hmm. man, Barry was so good. I kind of think it's one two. I, I I think our one two three is good. Like is Barry? I, I I mean, Barry's really good. But is it better than Sharp Objects? And is Sharp Objects better than the Terror? Maybe that's a more interesting question. Because mm-hmm. Sharp Objects is really fucking. good, I don't think man. Barry is better than either sharp objects or the terror the other thing is like i wonder like it's sharp objects we did cover that as a weekly show and i'm a little bit more familiar like i wonder if we'd covered the terror in the same way where i'd really paid attention to the performances and the specific things was doing and covered a week in week out got feedback on it um like in an organized way it fucking shocks me that there's an amc show on this list and that we're debating whether it should be one or two and i'm really excited for season two yeah like it's supposed to be set in like Pacific Northwest amongst Japanese internment camps, or at least that's mm-hmm. the and it's star- starring George Takai. Shit, yeah, sign me up right now. Um, so good on AMC for for uh, building your bullpen back up. Okay, let's talk about the two worst parts of both of these shows and compare them. Okay, of what the terror, the sharp terror objects? and sharp objects. The terror, the monster is probably the worst part, right? The ending, the just the battle with the monster, and it turns out to be this supernatural weird thing. I wish... that ungrounds that series in a way that I didn't really want. I wish it had been a little bit more left to the imagination because polar bears are fucking terrifying. And, and I but could a believe... polar bear with a human face—that's yeah—and is... it... I couldn't believe how stupid that monster looked. It's the it's honestly that's the execution. The execution was really bad. 
Okay, and sharp objects, in my opinion, maybe the worst part is the super super twisty ending, right? Like, hey, we're we're going this one way with it, and then we go another way. Like, I, I get that the teeth were a thing. It made like, sense. Uh, the teeth, yeah, and also yeah, I like, think it, I think it was better than the terror in its final final moments. Hmm. Now, I'm not arguing that it has to be number one because that those moments were better, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's something to consider. So you think Sharp Objects final, like, okay, it's, they're, they're the both a little objects... silly and there was a bit of an execution, like, uh, there, there, I think both the execution of those, tw- the, of, of the twist of Sharp Objects was kind of visually silly too. Um, so they have a lot in common now that I'm thinking about it. I mean, so I guess I go with the tear just because I like the like man. I Jesus Christ, I like them both. They they really are made. These two things they are made for me. So uh, there are there are moments in the terror that I remember more fondly than pretty much any moment in Sharp Objects. Like the terrors uh, carnival episode was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the turn of Hickey. Mm-hmm. The not not the, like the climax of that, but no, the, yeah, the beginnings, like, like when you realize what's happening here, right, right, is so fucking good, right. Sharp objects has like a, a moment with with like um, Camille, kind of being laid bare to to her mother and her sister, yeah, uh, which really stood out to me when she's you know trying on these dresses and her mom's forcing her into them. Oh Jesus, yeah, uh, that was fucking horrifying, yeah. I'm trying to think of more more moments in sharp objects that like stand out to me like that. Hmm. I like I said I I think I'm happy with the order of the big three because of Barry. Like, so do you agree that Barry is a notch below the terror and sharp objects? Yeah. Is that because it's a comedy? <laughs> uh, that yeah doesn't help it in yeah. the in because we we bias toward drama. I uh, think everyone does. Yeah it's not necessarily fair but it's it's the breaks um but it's it's really good too it's really good it uh, is yeah and then uh homecoming okay let's let me ask you this because that's the other thing is this is best debut slash pilot so like you're kind of supposed to like it's it's the best season one but also like pilots i can't remember the exact sequence of the the pilot of both sharp objects and terror i remember that sharp objects really kind of like did some things that made me think there might be some ghosty ghosts with like some of her seeing like like figures in the background and i and and the terror i I honestly can't i don't remember the, the 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 initial setup of it so and barry like so I, don't, I, I don't remember the the pilots of any of these me either <laughs> So like none of them had memorable, none of them had memorable, memorable pilots. I don't think so. We can't. I was trying to right. think maybe that would be the tiebreaker, but I mean I'm honestly fine with the top five. Not not, not having seen Homecoming. If I see three I, episodes I think of Homecoming, Homecoming, will make this can, list over. Do you think is, is Homecoming's greatness evident in the first three episodes? That's what I'm worried about. But, in the first three, yeah, because that's all I'm yeah. going to have time to get to. Yeah, I I think it is. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see how you feel about it. You know, we'll we'll talk about this more when we actually come to the the ceremony, I guess. I think the haunting of House Hill maybe has the best uh, single pilot. It was a little jump scare heavy, but like uh it is. 
it was pretty scary though. It really, it really grab. It did what you it needed to do, which was grab hold of you and pull you into the universe. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm cool with the top five here. Okay. All right. Best debut pilot. We're I think we're we're good to go. All right. Run down the list. Uh, number one, the terror. Number two, sharp objects. Number three, Barry. Number four, homecoming. Number five, haunting of ha- of Hill House. Return to form. Return to form. Small category. Um, These are yeah. Are we doing what a top? two top uh, three uh no we'll do top five top five we got we, it we, we just have to Done. put it in the right order uh oh. so daredevil uh season three yeah season two was not good walking dead season season nine serial uh, season three yeah, silicon that's, valley that's gonna go to the bottom uh, walking dead's gotta go to the bottom season five yes haunting a hill house of season season one um <laughs> which so. is weird to say in return to form i know Right, but there, there's a rationale here. We've had, we've had. There's, there's been other hills, uh, haunts that have been housed. Uh, okay, so you haven't finished Daredevil season three, but almost there. Yeah, it getting away from the fucking magic ninjas and getting back to the kingpin gave this show a fucking enema mm-hmm. and uh, crippling, kind of semi crippling Matt's power uh, by having him like just, just uh, you know the the immersion in water. And uh, uh, just physical punishment that he uh, underwent, and I think the defenders. This is like this is what happened at the end of the defenders, or maybe it's what happened at the end of season mm-hmm. two of uh, Daredevil. Um, I thought I know did, a building uh, fell on him, right? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was super. That was the interesting work. Um, I, I thought they they gave Foggy and Karen interesting like individual things to do, which they kind of struggled with in season two. Yeah. Uh, teaching Matt some valuable lessons about having to depend on people. I thought the the second tier villain. What do you think of the second? Like Bullseye. Mm. I thought he was pretty good. I think he's all right. I think his displays of power sort of came out of nowhere. Like they have one scene where he throws a baseball and like kills his coach or something. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they just extrapolate on that yeah. when he becomes daredevil and like that was sort of out of nowhere for me yeah. i was like who is this guy and how can he possibly compete with daredevil I, and, I, and then i was like oh okay he's some kind of weird superhero himself i didn't i didn't realize he was bullseye because uh, uh, i don't know my daredevil lore i guess right or marvel lore so I, I once i realized what they were doing with him i got like excited about it so mm-hmm. i and i guess you're right that does come out of nowhere but like by the time they got it. And I really liked how they, I really liked how they introduced that with the Kingpin essentially reading his personnel file and you, that and and him analyzing his weaknesses and stuff. And you do that by just like seeing these vignettes and like the Kingpin, like passively walking through and observing. I Mm -hmm. thought that was a really good way to, to show, not tell what was going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And I think it was the most compelling part about that character was his battle with his mental problems, you know, his instabilities. Um, and you know that idea of the anchor leads perfectly into uh, signing up as Kingpin's henchman, right? And how like he, he manipulated him, yeah. um, and his need for like love and acceptance and approval and all that. Well, uh, and and exactly, Kingpin's and, doing that with everybody. And it's what was awesome. really chilling is like I feel like that you're supposed to understand that that's Kingpin's weakness too. Like that he, he like yeah. you know like lo- wanting his father to like love him and accept him, uh, and he's weaponizing that against another human being is mm-hmm. is is really chilling. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, when it, Karen kind of gets under his skin a little bit, yep. uh, that scene is great. Yep. Um, uh, the Kingpin figuring out like the, the truth of the dare, the daredevil's identity, Matt, and also mm-hmm. Matt going back to the blind justice costume. Holy shit. That made the, this, uh, already twice as, cause I, I hated the daredevil costume. <laughs> I still think it looks dumb. Is it the ears? I man, it's, it's just the, the, ears? It's the ears. It's the eyes. It's the, it's just, too, like it's, the like, it's just not as cool as the blind justice outfit. Okay. Um, but Wait, when uh, he straps on the Muay Thai, ropes it makes his upper lip look a little dumb it makes his face look smashed in i feel like you're nitpicking a little bit i mean it's a costume what do you want that's all i can do it's you, you it's, makes I, his I, lip I, look dumb yeah it does it does <laughs> it's got dumb ears it's got dumb eyes it's got dumb features uh they should have just really workshopped the helmet but i like him being back in the blind justice um the i think this is one of the most spectacular fights i've seen in, yeah in the television form on that yeah. I mean, I, I like they lean into the stuff that we really loved about season one and the fighting mm-hmm. yep. uh, here in season three. I mean, season one was all about bigger and better. The hallway fight. Season two yep. is all about the staircase fight. Season three is about the super hallway fight. Yeah. Uh, and they it's yeah, it's it's really good. It's really good. I can't think of. And this is like the one Netflix Marvel season where maybe there was an episode, episode and a half of fat to trim. You could have trimmed, but I felt like giving some of that time to Foggy and Karen mm. made those characters better. Uh, like, like I the the one argument I saw is that the Karen episode is filler, but I thought it's pretty good filler. The Karen, which Karen? It's like it's like her standalone going back to see how her brother died. Like, because that's been a mystery that they've introduced in season one. You know, that she was like a, a kind of hard partying, mm-hmm. like drug hookup. And somehow she uh, in, uh, like got her got her brother killed. Is that episode nine? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think I missed a lot of that episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, is it also the, the same one. one where she confronts Kingpin? Mm, I couldn't tell you because it's, it's like I watched I, I watched is. Daredevil like the week it came out. I was pretty. Okay. I, I saw the yeah, trailer yeah. and I'm like, fuck, this looks hot. And yeah. The first three episodes were super hot. Um, I like how they got a little bit into Matt's like, you know, backstory and his, his mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, again, getting, get, I thought Electra was, it was, was, was a shitty Electra and I thought the mystical ninja shit was boring and yeah. this stuff is, f- is good. Yeah. Return to form. Yeah. I, I love, I love Fisk's whole, like, you know, simultaneous like political and mm-hmm. criminal battle. Yeah, uh, that he he's just playing every side of it, and it yeah. all feels so natural. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, this FBI agent who I didn't like at first the 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 main one. Yeah. Uh, not the crazy one. Right, the, right. The one who gets just kind of mm-hmm. pushed down this horrible path that yeah. he's powerless to resist. Yeah, and like everyone that Kingpin buys off, like. That's a, one of the things I thought was brilliant, the fact that, you know, this isn't like The Wire where people just bought with money. Like, these are people mm-hmm. that are manipulated into situations where it's like you either have to accept a huge personal loss or, uh, you, you, you know, or you're going to, you know, go along with the kingpin. Mm-hmm. And he hits you really hard where it hurts. And, uh, like, I felt very bad for all the agents to get kind of you know, caught up in his web. Um, yeah. So I thought that was handled very well too. And it made, it made Kingpin look legitimately smart. And mm-hmm. there's a couple things where I thought like, Oh, Matt's finally going to outsmart him. 
nah, nah, you don't outsmart the kingpin. Yeah. Uh, you got you got to beat him, and you got to use it. You got to beat him as a team too. You can't mm. you can't take him down lone wolf style. And I thought that was pretty smart. Yep. Uh, I did think there was a couple hokey things like Foggy's political career, like those stuff. Some of the speeches and stuff. Yeah. Like like it's I, I felt like they were good, but like I wanted to see the other guy fight back a little bit. It's like Foggy mm. just comes over and takes his fundraiser over, announces his campaign, and right. like like. At what point does he just like, okay, get him out of here, shut him off, cut his microphone, what the fuck? That that never happened. I, I thought that was a little a little bit the citizen foggy was 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 material that this was a little bit outside this guy's grasp to handle and not Slightly. particularly well written either. Yeah. But uh I really like Karen. Um mm-hmm. yeah, it's another bummer that uh 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 Deborah Ann Wolf. Are not going to get to see her for God mm. knows until the next True Blood or, or, or Daredevil comes along. Hmm. I really like her, and I don't. Yeah, like I, I, I was sad when she was off True Blood. I was really happy to see her land on her feet in Daredevil, and I hope I can see her in something else real soon. Maybe, uh, maybe season ten of. Uh... <laughs> I've never heard of that show. <laughs> Jesus nope. Christ! No, nope, still not recognizing. Maybe it. season ten of The Walking Dead. Season 10 of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Well, tell me. Do you want to mark that on the auto recording at no, least? No. Seriously? Ah, oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. What am what I going to do with the I video? I just want to bl- blow people's eardrums out. <laughs> well, what am I going to do with the video? The video is the video, man. The video has oh, got the God, visual interest of me sneezing. Uh, but uh, what All are you right, going to well, do? Well, you didn't finish your thought. Your sneeze interrupted your thought. No, I, I'm going to be sad that I, 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 I Deborah Ann, well, maybe she can get in the new uh, Penny Dreadful. That'd be kind of cool, too. Penny Dreadful? Okay. No, she's got that classic. Is it, classic are they going to reboot that? Yeah, yeah, they're going to, I don't know how. It seems, uh, it, it seems, but, but. Netflix will pick it back up. No, it'll, Showtime's going to, they're, they're just doing a new series. It's a totally different time. The sprint. fuck? Didn't it, they just cancel this? They canceled like three, like two, three years ago. Yeah. And it's a different time setting. It's a different uh, location. It's now going to be like on the West Coast of America instead of, I, I, yeah. I The Victorian era horror was a good genre. I don't know about the, uh, for, the, 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 the American that's early 20th strange. century horror, how that's going to work. But uh, mm-hmm. So anything else to say about Daredevil? No. Uh, The Walking Dead season nine. You haven't seen any of this. What is this? I, what is this show? This is The Walking Dead. And and mm, when I say return to form, I'm not saying it got good. I'm saying it, that The Walking Dead was capable. <laughs> that it was always bad, and it was got ca- it got bad again. Was capable of taking a step forward and doing new dramatic things and moving characters forward and being and 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 being entertaining and having logically consistent. Like set pieces and stuff that were that actually was, had human interest and dramatic possibilities, and it wasn't just uh, Rick and and uh, fucking ne- Negan Daryl uh, trading trading barbs and shots and punches. So I was I watched the first four episodes of season nine and immediately regretted that we didn't cover it. So that's a pretty good has, return to form. Has there been an episode that's as good as the pilot? Oh God, no. Okay, well no. then. No, but it's a return to season. It's a return to season like the the heyday of th- seasons three and five, oh, where you, you you could string together four or five good episodes and good arcs together. But I and I also didn't finish it, so maybe it, it fell yeah. to shit at the halfway point. Uh, 
Serial Season 3. I haven't heard this yet. So, Serial Season 1 caught everyone's imagination, kind of like, I feel like it gets the appropriate amount of credit for, like, rebooting true crime and in and doing some for, interesting things yeah, with it. and bringing, bringing podcasts to the mainstream, honestly. Right. And Season 2 was a bit of a mess because she had essentially all this... F- footage of Bo Bergdahl interviews that the guy behind the jinx had done and uh she wasn't didn't have a season two of uh, a conventional season two for serious so she just kind of went out with that and it's kind of a mess and disjointed I I, I will defend the like the second half of that season because I think the kind of the geopolitical big picture it gave about like our involvement in Afghanistan and the Middle East was was worthwhile and I learned a lot of stuff about it but it didn't strike people in the right way and season 3 is an interesting uh it went back to the legal system but instead of it taking a, a one case she looked and like did a year in the Cleveland Ohio court system and looked at like routine assault cases and drug cases and um, you know, how how the criminal justice system fails in systemic ways rather than individual particular ways. And uncrucially, because like Adnan came from a wealthy family that had a good defense, like what happens when you're you're relying on public defenders? Hmm. And it was fascinating. Hmm. Like if you haven't heard season three and you think that the American criminal justice system is a fascinating thing to examine and one of the ways that we can uh like like improve society like it 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 gives a lot of like concrete i i had a lot of concrete takeaways um uh of of what why the system is not not as great as it could be and how we could probably fix it um so yeah i thought it was a great return to form uh silicon valley silicon valley uh season four wasn't funny season five was (laughs) okay i i have a hard time remembering the last few seasons of Silicon Valley, which tells me that I'm kind of losing interest in Silicon Valley. I think everyone is losing interest in Silicon Valley. And I think that do, are we, are we getting another, like if we get another year, like uh, how many years does this thing continue to come back? And mm, I'm hoping this will be the last one. If yeah. they, if they do another one, mm-hmm. they probably will. But it's like, I don't know. They're still making ballers. And I thought I, I actually yeah. was into that show. But I like at somewhere in season three, I'm like, whoa, fuck, there's a whole other season. Like, I I didn't even and I think there's another one coming out tomorrow. Like, I, what? Uh, there's seven seasons of ballers and I've seen two and a half somehow and missed the others. <laughs> right. But uh, uh, yeah, it's it's whatever. Now, Haunting a House Hill. Ha- yeah. Haunting of Hill House is an interesting one because it's a season one. It's a debut for the show. Right. How could it possibly return form? So this is yet another remake of the original uh, House on Haunted Hill, uh, which is a movie from like the 1940s or something, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of told this original cinematic uh, haunted house story. Yeah. And it has over the years been remade probably five times. I don't know. Yeah, because it's it's, it's, a, it's an original it's an original novel that came out in the sixties, and it came. There was a film adaptation in nineteen sixty three, which I was guess it was that late. Holy shit! Was 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 technically sophisticated for its day and, yeah, and well received. And in nineteen ninety nine, and they were both called The Haunting. Mm-hmm. But it's all about this novel, and uh, I haven't seen the nineteen sixty three version, but the nineteen ninety nine version was slick uh-huh. and. Certainly, special effects sophisticated. I remember a lot of like really jaw dropping scenes, but 
not the, the Catherine Zeta Jones one. Yeah, the, not not super not super great. Yeah, not super great. And I feel like you know resurrecting that franchise, if you can call it that, I guess is a sort of return to form. Uh, and Haunting of Hill House is actually pretty good. So yeah. I, I'm pretty comfortable calling this a return to form, calling this a just uh, another in a string of remakes that sort of makes it a weird return to form. I feel like we really want to talk about there being up on Daredevil and I want to talk about serial and the walk, like kind of like a knowledge that we maybe ejected on uh walking dead a season too soon. And then we came up with two other things to justify the category. We, but... we ejected on walking dead a season too soon. And also like three seasons season too two, late. Yeah. 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 We could have bailed like four <laughs> seasons ago at the truly clear conscience. Right. But, uh okay so are we like daredevil wins this category right yeah yeah it has to i mean like if i, I if didn't I wanted like to... daredevil season two very much at all and season three has been awesome um if I, I i guess i would probably put these like in this this kind of order if i if someone put a gun to my head and made me sort these ridiculous categories um so there, like okay yeah, I guess. I mean, my only thing would be maybe Hill House goes above Silicon Valley because I just I I see like, the word Silicon Valley and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a funny show that I watch when it's on. I don't uh, remember anything about it. Yeah, but like the haunting is bare. Like it's, it came out over 20 years ago and it barely has anything to do with the the novel. Like it wasn't a literal adaptation of. It. Of course, neither was the haunting of of Hill House. I don't know. Like I said, I feel like these were these 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 bottom two were kind of bullshit. I mean, by uh, that token, we by or, the haunting or haunting uh, and silicon were kind of like they're just the here the 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 make us in the, the having five things we could talk about. I think we could add a sixth if, oh? if you want to. What uh, Lost in Space? But you haven't seen it. Oh, because Lost in Space shit the bed. Like it, it was a cool oh you know, shit, 1950 show. Uh, okay, I was like it's a 1950s show. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> no, Return no, it's form. also a 1990 no, no, 1990s. Matt yeah, LeBlanc, Matt LeBlanc uh, Lacey yeah. Chabert, uh, fucking Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman is the played bad guy. Yeah, Agent Agent Smith. No, Doctor Smith. Doctor Smith. Uh, yeah, that was a bad movie. Mm-hmm. That's a bad, bad movie. Um, and I didn't feel like Lost in Space, the Netflix reboot, is actually bad. So, eh, maybe that belongs on Return to Form. I don't know. Um, I say no because okay. then we'd have six, and that's ridiculous. So let's uh, let's let's cut it. Let's uh, let's hope for the re- return to form category will return to form next year. Yeah, we'll see. We we've got a few big ones that that might end up on there. Uh, you want to recap the list? Uh, yeah, we have uh, Daredevil season one as number one, at Serial season two, number th- uh, two, Serial season three, number two, rather Silicon Valley season five as three, Haunting of Hill House as uh, five, four, and Walking Dead. Season 9A at number 5. 